Hey everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. Welcome back. So today I wanted to talk about introducing a new baby to your dog. So we have an exciting announcement to make in that in the next week, most likely, we will be having a child in our family. And we're super excited about it. Um, we we, we kind of do things differently than a lot of other people. So we're, uh, my, my wife loves surprises and I love to know. So we have a big family. We have, uh, seven kids and the eighth is on the way and we love them all. They're so far, they've turned out pretty good. We like, them. <laughs> so we have lots of kids and you know, our first child was a boy. Our next child was a girl. Next child was a boy. And we kind of got to a point where it was like, Hey, we've got all the stuff. We really don't need to look at that ultrasound and know. Like we we could we could do a surprise. And so my wife convinced me that we would make our fourth child a surprise. And wouldn't find out until she was born. There was spoiler alert. Until she was born <laughs> what whether she was a boy or a girl. And she was a girl. Uh but man, it it that process it drove me nuts and i'm sitting there the whole time i'm like oh, they did this for thousands of years like they never knew and it's only been recently that we can know the gender of our child before they're born and yet i was like i was it drove me crazy i just was like i i need to know like i couldn't visualize and i couldn't picture and as a dad it was just like i i don't know am i going to be the father of a little girl am i you know am i my or is it going to be a boy and for me, at least in my head, that's, you know, I've, I've, I'm thinking, okay, I've got to do this and that, and really I treat my boys and the girls the same, we'll go fishing together or whatever, but I, anyway, in my head, I just couldn't, you know, I couldn't think names, that was, that was really, really hard for me, like, when we would talk about boy names and girl names, and I'm like, man, we're gonna have a baby, and half of these are gonna be thrown out the window, like, I don't even know, so it was really tough for me, and, uh, she turned out great. We like her. We love her. But it was really hard for me just not knowing and being able to plan. I'm a planner. That's what it comes down to. So I like to plan things out and to to think ahead. And I didn't know. And so when we were going to have our fifth child and my wife was like, let's not find out again. That was fun. I was like, yeah, we need a compromise. And so we came up with this compromise. And then our relationship in our marriage we decided that I would be allowed to look at the ultrasound and see if I could figure it out all right and then if I could I wouldn't tell a living soul until the baby was born and that way my wife could have her surprise and she could be excited and I could know and also have my secret which is also kind of fun you know um, a lot of people said that would drive them nuts and it is kind of crazy at times. There's times I slip and I have to be quick thinking and like, I'll just throw in another gender, like the next time I'm talking about them, the other gender and just mix people's brains up. And I enjoy having that, I guess, knowledge and being the only one that knows. And as I, I was, I'm also a school teacher and I, my classes are always like, just tell us, just tell us, we won't tell your wife. And I'm like, yeah, right. I'm going to tell you before I tell my wife. So anyway, it's been really, really fun for me. And it's no different with this child. I know the gender and no one else does. And it'll be a surprise. And so uh, I'll do my best not to let that slip today. But we have a new baby coming. And we get this question quite a bit. 
that, you know, how do I introduce my new baby to my dog? And it's an interesting question because I I think the questions, I think it's wrong. I think we we think about this in a, from a human aspect, right? And so if, if my parents were coming to see the baby, of course, I'm going to greet them and be excited. And then what am I going to do? I'm going to hand the baby to my mom uh, and she's going to love that baby. And after, you know, a, <laughs> several hours, my dad will get told the baby or something like that. But that's kind of how it works. And, and as a parent, it's okay. We're like, you know what? Yeah, take the baby for a while. Great. But if, and, and a lot of people that come over will want to do that, you know, they'll want to hold the baby and, and kind of have more of an intimate um, first relationship with that child to be able to, to hold them and, and to look in their eyes and things like that. Well, we, we like to think of our dogs as family, and so why not do the same thing with our dogs? And the, the statistics bear it out. I mean, at least half of all dog bites happen in kids. A lot of statistics show that, and it's, that's tragic to me because it changes their perspective for life. We have dozens and dozens and dozens of dogs each year come to our home who are, uh, you know, have hi- hyperactivity. They jump all over people. Um, they are aggressive and are biters. They're Houdinis and break out and, you know, stuff like that. We, we work with all types of dogs. And to this point, we've only had one incident for the years and years that we've done dog training with a bunch of little kids running around because we manage it really well. Um, but one time there wasn't enough space in the training area. So one trainer was out in front of our home. We trained from our home and, uh, our little three-year-old ran out the door and without looking, just went to run right next to a dog, right past the dog, uh, because that's a normal way for him to run. And that dog was, it was his first, first appointment and was stressed and the trainer wasn't able to react quick enough and our child got bit on the arm. Now, th- this wasn't a break skin bite or anything. The dog was a, a scared dog and was a biter and definitely it was, it was fine, but it was enough, you know, maybe bruised his arm just a little bit and it, he was off playing, you know, five minutes later he was fine but like it scared him enough that we've seen the repercussions of that and so he'll come out we'll have like a group class these are with dogs now that we've worked with and they are relatively safe even ones that have had issues in the the past and he steers you can watch him look at dogs and steer wide and it kind of breaks my heart a little bit because i mean he'll be around dogs and he'll come through and he'll be fine but it breaks my heart a little bit because he had so much trust and then he, he lost it with one incident. And it will take dozens of good experiences for him to overcome that. And so we definitely want to minimize these, even if it's just for that reason. Besides the fact that when we're talking about bites with children, they're usually worse than bites with adults. So most a good portion of those... Um, need to go to the emergency room. I think the statistic that, uh, that, that I've looked up and seems pretty consistent is about 25 to 30% need emergency care because the dog bite is worse than in an adult. And pretty much all of those happen at home with the dog at home.
So we like to think, oh, well, my dog wouldn't do that. It would happen probably somewhere else, neighbor's dog or something. But usually it happens at home. And so this is definitely an issue. We need to, we need to address it. And with a new baby coming, um, we're no different. Now, our dog is great. She's awesome. Now, I'm not saying she's perfect. You'd think that the trainer's dog would be the best in the world, but she's not. I've trained dogs that are way better than her. Um, but her temperament is pretty good. She, she's she got a pretty good temperament around kids. She's had to, right? Um, and yet when they're really little, they don't do too much but move in one spot. So for her, a baby that's really little isn't a big deal. It's the toddlers, the crawlers, and the ones that like to grab her fur that cause her problems. But a brand new baby isn't too much of a big deal. Now, if a dog has a high prey drive, that brand new squeaky toy is awfully inviting. And so you know your dog and you know your dog's temperament. And it's really, really important that you are more safe than instead of starry. We don't want to be sorry and we don't want to be a statistic. So we want to do this right. So imagine to... to talk about how to fix this and how to deal with this. Imagine that you have um, a friend from another country. They don't speak the same language as you, but they're trying, right? And you buy a brand new house and you want them to see that house and you're really, really excited about showing them the house. And so you you tell them to come, you communicate to them to come and they, they come with you and you open your front door and you say, here it is, come look. And so you kind of usher them in so that they can see your house and you start taking them around and you know you're showing them everything and just like here's the kitchen and the sink and look at our fridge it's so nice and new and all of these things and you know they're they're opening up the oven and you're like okay cool that's awesome I mean, they're starting to look in you know the microwave <laughs> you're like okay that's weird but i guess it's some cultural thing and you know they you you show them the bedroom and they're they're filling the sheets of the bed and then they, you know, they, they lay in the bed and you're like, wow, they're really going for this. They're enjoying themselves. So I'm enjoying myself. And then you get done and you're like, okay, well, we'll see you later. And they're like, ah, and they just sit in the chair and they're like, nope, this is where I'm staying. And they're all excited about it. And this happens day in and day out. They just are there. They decided to live with you. And you're like, I don't know how to tell them. You know, you're like, no, you go. And they're like, yeah, my home. Right. <laughs> you can kind of maybe picture this weird analogy. Well, the funny thing is, is that's what we do with a brand new baby. A lot of times when we have a brand new baby, the idea is that we're going to present this baby to the dog and the dog is going to see if they like them. And that's kind of how we think with, you know, with our human psychology, we say, here you go. Here's the baby to my, my mom, here's your new grandchild, right? And she's going to be excited and she's going to nearly claim that baby as her own. Now, of course, as a grandparent, it's nice. I've heard, <laughs> I'm not one yet, but I've heard it's nice to be able to, you know, spoil them and give them back. But we're talking about a dog here, okay? And so in a dog world, a lot of times what we may consider introducing the dog is actually an invitation for ownership, and that's where we run into trouble is when we think, okay, the dog needs to come up and smell them and the dog needs to snuggle with them and the dog needs to do this and to do that and, you know, watch over them and walk after them and things like that. And so this dog becomes in their mind, and that's really what matters here, in their mind, they become 
owners of this new property. And we don't want that. We definitely don't want that in this situation. Uh, because then when you need to take that baby and the dog feels like, hey, you can't take that from me, then a, a struggle ensues and uh, we never want a child to become a tug toy. So this is this is where most of the issues happen with little, little babies. Is a dog that is keen on ownership and you know your dog. So like, you know, like if there's a bone or something that you give them or and if they're of course if they're resource guarding that's another issue for another day but uh, that's what this would become is a resource guarding situation and we don't want that to happen so how do we how do we fix that how do we make sure that the dog is communicated to that this is not yours you can be curious you know you can be patient you can be calm but this is not your property and so the secret to that is to build boundaries around this new part of your family. And it's crazy. Like this is our eighth child, but we've done this over and over and over again. Our dog's seven. Okay. Our dog is older than one, two, three of our current children and soon to be four. Okay. So this is, you know, this is a normal thing that we've done over and over and over again, uh, to introduce a new child into the household. Now I, I think for most of us, we just have to think differently. Instead of using human psychology, we need to think about dog psychology and how that works. So we build a boundary by putting an imaginary circle around this child. I like to either have the baby in my arms or in a car seat when, I, when the dog is going to be curious and interested in the baby. And for Again, you know your dog, but to be safe, I would say, all right, there's a, in a there's an invisible circle around this child, and you could do actually a non-invisible circle. You could put blankets or whatever around the child, and the dog is not allowed to cross that boundary, at least for the first week or so, and then that dog can get used to this new situation, okay? There's new levels of stress. There's hormones that are going on. Um, not just with um, a, a new child, but with the, the family and, and the stress that comes with that and the hormones of, you know, the child bearer of my wife um, that are changing because of pregnancy and things like that. And so that dogs sense that and it can be unnerving for them. It can be stressful. And just introducing your baby or saying, here's the baby, isn't going to solve the problem. In fact, the dog might even say more like, hey, this is where all my stress is coming from. Solve the problem. So we want to build that circle around. We want our dog to be in lots of calm situations. In our minds, a lot of times we also think that dogs have to sniff something in order to really get it. So they have to sniff another dog or they have to sniff this baby and they have to come right up into it you know, into that space to do it. Dogs have great noses. They don't need to be like a half an inch away in order to sniff something. They can, you know, they can be two feet away and smell it just the same. And so by having a boundary around that child and advocating for that boundary and saying, nope, you can't go into that space, uh, then our dogs learn, oh, this is something that is their ownership, not mine, and I will respect it. If I, my, my son, I, my older son is about to start driving with that new part of his life and of our world, 
of course we're going to build boundaries into that. That's, I mean, we're going to help him learn, first of all, the boundaries of driving. And then there's going to be boundaries around the car and what he can do. And it will be a family car, right? So he'll be, he'll be driving that car around until he uh, can save up for his own. And so there's going to be boundaries. We're going to set, this is not a, a new concept, right? We're going to set boundaries for him and say, hey, this is, these are the rules. This is what you're going to do. This is how you treat this stuff. And if there's a problem, then we're going to deal with it. But by setting up the boundary first, he's not confused about where he should look for that boundary. So a leader sets the rules and the boundaries and doesn't necessarily have to be the one to enforce them, but is willing to enforce those boundaries. And by doing so, everything can run smoother. So keep your little uh, children safe. Definitely advocate for your child uh, and have a great experience with it, adding a new part to your family. We're excited for what's coming in our world. And hopefully with the next podcast, we'll be talking about and uh, revealing gender as well as talking about this, uh, this new part of new beautiful part of our world, this new little baby boy or girl. All right, guys, thanks for listening. We'll talk to you later and wish us luck. We're going into this.